Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello there, friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As I say always, I am so very grateful that you've decided to spend your valuable time with me here on the podcast. Thank you so much for doing that. Hey, today I want to dive into the topic of how do you recognize good leadership? Last week in the podcast episode, I talked about the topic of, or, or the question, whether or not the politicians that we see on television, in our interviews, debates, whatever it might be, whether those are good examples of good leadership. I, and I, I told you that in our Leadership Accelerator, we I had a couple of students here recently that were asking about, you know, politicians, not, not specifically a politician. They didn't name a politician or even a topic, a political topic. But generally, their question was, should we look to those that we see on television or, or in the media somewhere that are politicians, should we look to them as good examples of leadership? And if you, if you missed that episode, I encourage you to, to go back to that. That's episode number 96. This is episode number 97. But also in that episode, I talked about, as I closed out that episode, I talked about that I wanted to share with you all, and I believe I described it this way. I believe I described it as where you should look for examples of good leadership. So again, those students were asking me, should they look to politicians? I answered that question in last week's podcast episode. But then I, I need to kind of follow up with that and say, well, here's where you do look for examples of good leadership. And as I uh, phrased that last week in the podcast, I, I want to change that up because it's really not a matter of where do you need to look for examples of good leadership? It's really a matter of what do you need to be looking for? Or how do you recognize good leadership? Because the reality is that leadership is all around us. Here at Credible Leadership Group and here on the Rookie Leaders Podcast, we define leadership this way. This is our working definition of all that is leadership that we teach here at the Credible Leadership Group. We teach that leadership is defined this way, influencing others towards a shared goal. Now, that definition um, every word in that definition can be broken down to further explain what we mean by, um, by leadership. But that first word is influencing. We use that very strategically. Influencing, the word influence, it, it carries with it this idea of a willingness, a willingness to follow. But the reality is, all around us, people are influencing us in one way or the other. Oftentimes here, people, they will tell me this, or they will respond to something I teach in this way. Well, then everyone is influencing other people around them in some way. So you're either influencing them in a negative way or a positive way. And, and, and that is very true. Um, and so one could argue that all around us, everyone around us are influencing us in some way, positive or negative. I would submit to you that those 
that are exhibiting good leadership are certainly influencing you in a positive way. Okay. So it's not a matter of where do you need to look for examples of good leadership because it's all around us. Uh, on social media, I'm in a lot of leadership groups and forums and so forth. And, and I don't know where I've seen this in, in what group or on what social media platform, but I've seen this a number of times. And it's a, it's usually an image, maybe at a public gathering or something. And there is usually in this image, there is a lady that is kind of waiting in the wings, if you will, while other people are enjoying themselves or, or, or doing something to eating or something like that. And the meme or the, 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 uh, the comment in this picture usually says something along these lines. If you've ever witnessed your mother standing back and making sure that everyone else gets served first at some type of dinner event or, you know, some type of gathering, and then she goes and enjoys her meal after she's seen that everyone else has gotten their food, then you've just witnessed a perfect example of good leadership, servant leadership. Uh, and I couldn't agree with that statement any, any more than I do, right? I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of these memes or these images with these little short quotes or whatever, just because a lot of times those little short quotes mean so many different things and, and they're, they're vague enough that they could mean almost anything to anyone. But that one is very, very succinct and it's very true. When you've witnessed someone ensuring that others go first and then they will come along behind, that is a good example of leadership. It's what we were taught in the United States Marine Corps, eat, leaders eat last, right? The most senior in, in a group of Marines will always eat last. That's, um, a, it's just a basic tenet of servant leadership, seeing that the others go first or served first, and then you as the leader go, um, go last. So again, that's just a basic tenet of leadership. And as that meme or, or that, uh, that, uh, post on social media that I've seen so many times, as it talks about wherever you've seen that and in whomever you've seen that, it talks about your mom, but in whoever you have seen do that, and in whatever location you've seen that happen, you've seen a good example of leadership. And so that's why I wanted to kind of rephrase this question and not talk about where should you or where would you look to find examples of good leadership? But I want to talk about how do you recognize the good leadership that is around you? Again, everyone around us is influencing us in some way or, or another. And therefore, it's important that we are able to identify what are those things that good leadership will exhibit. So I want to talk to you in the form of how to recognize good leadership. Okay. Now, the first thing I'll tell you is that ultimately, Good leadership is recognized by the way that it makes the followers feel, not about the title or the person or the position or even what that leader is doing. I can't name a list of actions and say, if you see these actions, then you know you're experiencing good leadership. Or I can't say, if anyone has this title or above, then you're experiencing good leadership. I can't give you a list like that. Instead, what I can give you is a good solid list of 
feelings that followers will have. And if the followers have these feelings, then you can rest assured they're following good leadership. Because again, if we go back to that definition of leadership, influencing others towards a shared goal, influencing carries with it this idea of a willingness to follow. So if people are willing to follow, you can bet that they feel the way I'm about to describe for you here in this podcast episode. They, they're having these feelings, they're having these emotions, and because they have those feelings, these feelings that we're going to talk about, then they're willing to follow that leader. And so that leader is influencing them in a very positive way, obviously. And so that's what I want to first talk about here, or what I want to share with you here in how do you recognize good leadership? What are the feelings that you should be experiencing when you're following good leadership? All right, so let's let's run through these. I've got a list of five here, five feelings or five emotions that you as a follower should be feeling if you're following good leadership. And if you're the leader asking yourself, am I a good leader? You want to know, are those that are following you, are they feeling these feelings? Okay, so the first one, the first feeling that followers of good leadership will always feel is they will feel secure, safe and secure, if you will. Now, when I say this, I'm not talking about they will feel secure in the sense of their job is always secure. There is no, you know, there's no risk maybe in their job there. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that someone feels secure and that they will always have a job. Listen, this, we all work uh, in the corporate world or, or, or maybe in the governmental world and something could always happen such that our position is not secure. That's not the security that I'm talking about here in this feeling that is following good leadership. What I'm talking about is this security or this idea of I can be who I am. I don't have to follow this leader with a feeling of I need to be someone else or I need to be something else. And I would certainly never, in this case, have this idea of that, that I need to kind of this CYA attitude, cover my ass attitude, right? I would never have the idea of I need to make an excuse or I need to uh, lie. I need to not tell the truth, not share transparently or honestly my fears or my feelings or my thoughts or concerns, whatever it might be. When you are following good leadership, you always feel secure in the idea that you can be who you are. You don't have to be, you don't have to make up some other person or some other characteristic or some other traits. You can simply be who you are, okay? A good leader will always allow team members, individual team members to be exactly who they are. I've shared this example on the podcast before, I know, probably many, many episodes ago, but over the course of my career, I have led team members that that uh, differ drastically in, in their characteristics and in their their personalities and so forth. And and I remember these two individuals that at one time I was leading, and they were at two opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of the level of information and detail that they needed from me as a leader. I had this one individual that I could be meeting with him on a, in a one-on-one -on -one meeting and I could just say, Hey, we need this done. And his response was okay. And he would just go off and do it. Right. I mean, it just, that was all I needed to give him was 
this needs to be done. Then I had another individual at that same exact time, same team, but a different individual that if I were meeting with him in a one-on-one meeting and I said, hey, this needs to be done, his response would be, well, why exactly does that need to be done? Well, what's the best way that we should do this, do you think? Or or who who all in our team needs to be involved with this? And, and how do we know if we're successful in accomplishing this task? And he would need all of these details. So that's two individuals on the exact same team receiving you know, instructions, if you will, on, on solving a problem, the exact same problem, but they both need drastically different levels of information and detail on the problem to be solved. But if there's good leadership involved, those two individuals feel completely secure in their level of information or their level of detail that they need, that they require in order to go and do a good job, to go and do the task well, right? And so if you're being a good leader or you're experiencing good leadership, you always feel secure in being yourself. That second person that I was talking about, he always felt secure that he could ask me all the questions that he needed to ask in order to get the information that he needed to what he to so that he felt like he could then go and lead his team and go and successfully accomplish whatever it was that I was asking. He felt completely secure in being able to do that. And so that's the first feeling that you're going to experience if you're looking for examples of good leadership, you're going to experience this feeling of being secure in being exactly who you are. You don't have to cover yourself up. You don't have to make excuses for yourself. You don't have to apologize for yourself. And certainly you don't have to have an attitude of covering for yourself or making excuses for yourself. You're going to feel secure in who you are in the influence of good leadership. Okay, so that's the first one. Number two, second feeling that you're going to have or you're going to experience under good leadership is you're going to have this feeling of always being heard, right? Your your concerns or your fears, or even just your opinions, you're going to feel like they've always been heard. There's always been opportunity that you've been able to provide your input or provide your your feedback or, again, talk about any of your concerns or even your opinions. But you also are going to have this feeling that that person is receiving that information well, right? That they're, they're listening. They're hearing you out. Right now, a lot of times when I talk about this, people, uh, leaders will, you know, I, I will be teaching a leader and I will talk about, you know, are you listening to your people? Are you, do they have an opportunity to be heard? Do they have an opportunity to voice their concerns and things like that? And the response I will get is that, yes, we have a mechanism. We have an annual survey, a employee engagement survey, or maybe it's a quarterly survey or even a monthly survey. I hear it from time to time. And we got to be really careful with that because that's not what I'm talking about necessarily here. When I talk about you as a good leader in, in, you know, hearing your team members or giving them the opportunity to be heard because so many people in these employee engagement surveys, so often those that are giving the survey, soliciting the feedback from their employees, they don't do anything with that information. Right. And so even though, an employee, a team member would have the opportunity to go into a survey and a- answer a bunch of questions and, and maybe even leave a lot of comments. They oftentimes in those, they don't really feel heard because they have this opinion or they have this feeling that 
yes, I'm doing this survey and yes, I'm providing my feedback, but I don't believe anything's going to happen as a part of me doing this survey. I don't believe any action's going to be taken. And so when that's the case, then those team members, they don't feel heard, right? And so when you're working under, when you're influenced by good leadership, you're always going to have the feeling of being heard. You always have the opportunity to share your thoughts. It kind of goes back to being secure as well, as I mentioned earlier. You always feel secure that you can safely share your thoughts, your concerns, your opinions, whatever they may be. But furthermore, you you feel like you believe that your leader in that case, they're actually listening. They, they hear and they comprehend what you're saying. Now, you don't necessarily have to have that leader to agree with your opinion or your concern or even to take a lot of action on your your comment or on your your fear or your concern, but you do need that leader to acknowledge what you've said and, and give you the feeling that yes, they've heard me. So many times I've taught this as well in leadership is when when you solicit feedback, you're going to get comments. You're going to get, maybe you're going to get suggestions on things that you could do to make your team better and so forth. Well, some of those suggestions, you're not going to carry out, carry out, right? You're not going to actually execute on all of those suggestions that you might see, receive. Well, it's very important for those that, those suggestions that you receive that you've decided we're not going to take action on that. It's very important that you go back to that individual, that team member that gave you that suggestion and say, listen, you gave us this suggestion. I really appreciate you suggesting this. I, I do understand the suggestion very, very well. I want you to know we gave it a lot of consideration. Or I gave it a lot of consideration. And right now we've chosen not to take any action on your suggestion. But again, I really appreciate you giving that suggestion. And I want you to keep those good suggestions coming in situations like this, right? It's very important that you acknowledge to that person they gave you information, you heard them. And you're going to acknowledge their input into the situation. When you're working under good leadership, you're going to feel like you've been heard. Okay. Not just that you've been given an opportunity to provide feedback, but you're going to have the feeling, you're going to have the emotion that that individual has received, heard, and understands your fear, your concern, your, your, your opinion, whatever it might be, right? You're going to have this feeling that they heard that and, and they're going to acknowledge that. That is what being hurt, this feeling of being heard when you're living under or working under good leadership. Now, if you don't have good leadership, obviously you don't feel secure and, and you don't feel like you have the opportunity to voice your concerns or maybe furthermore, you don't feel like if you do voice your concerns, that it's going to be heard or listened to, right? They're, they're not going to be, that leader's not going to be concerned uh, with, with, your, um, with your comments. And if that's the case, then that feeling of not being heard means you're experiencing bad leadership when that's the case, right? So that's the first and second, secure. You feel secure in being who you are. You, you feel like you've been heard. You're given the opportunity and your acknowledgement from leadership that they have heard what you're, what you're sharing. And then number three, is you feel cared for, right? You as a person, when you're experiencing good leadership, you feel cared for as a person, not just as a team member. And I teach this all the time when I teach about building relationships 
in your leadership. I teach that leadership is about relationship. And so when I teach building relationships, uh, one of the most powerful tools that I believe is, is available to a leader for building relationship is the individual one-on-one meeting that's held on a regular basis. And I always teach that the very first agenda item on the, in that one-on-one meeting, every single time you meet, the first maybe five minutes of that meeting is relationship building. And in that relationship building agenda item in your one-on-one meetings, you as the leader, you want to be genuinely curious about that team member as a person. In that agenda item, in that first few minutes, in that first team building um, agenda item in your one-on-one meeting, you're not worried about their deliverables as a team member. You're not worried about the status of their project. You're not worried about their performance throughout the, you know, the rest of the year or the past year. You're not worried about them as a team member in that moment. You're worried about them as a person, right? as an individual, as a, as a dad, as a father, as a mother, as a wife. You're worried about them as individuals in this moment. And so when you're experiencing good leadership, then you're going to always feel like your leader cares about you as a person, not just cares about your contribution to the team or your contribution to the business or whatever it might be. Yes, those things are important. We're going to get to those in just a moment. But you feel like that person actually cares about you as a person or that leader cares about you as a person. So that's that's the third feeling that you're going to, to feel in order that you can recognize good leadership. You feel secure in who you are. You feel heard, and you also feel like that leader cares for you, cares about you as a person, okay? Now, number three, the, the, or I'm sorry, number four, the fourth thing that you're going to feel when you're experiencing good leadership is you're going to feel empowered, right? You're going to feel empowered. Now, empowered carries with it a, a lot of aspects that leaders have to give to a team member in order to make them feel empowered. First of all, to empower team members, we have to uh, equip them or or educate them or train them. Whatever the subject matter expertise is that we're leading in, we have to ensure that we've provided that level of skill set for our team members, right? Or maybe uh, the the um, education on the the processes that we follow within our team to accomplish the mission, we have to ensure that we've trained them, that we've educated them, that we've equipped them. Right. So that's the first part of this this empowering team members. But then the second part of empowering a team member is to provide for them a level of trust that they can make their own decisions. Now a lot of times. Uh, especially larger teams, larger businesses, they will have oftentimes what you'll see referred to as a decision made a decision making matrix. And sometimes maybe that's associated with uh, with a, a dollar a fi- figure, right? So if if you're making a decision and it costs less than a thousand dollars, you can make the decision on your own. If it costs you know less than ten thousand dollars, then you need to consult with your immediate supervisor. If it costs, you know, I'm just making up numbers here, obviously. But oftentimes, what what we'll have is we'll have this trust-based decision-making process such that we can say to our team members, I trust you 
to make this decision, you are trained, you are educated, you are equipped to accomplish the the task, accomplish the mission, and I trust you to make the right decisions along the way to accomplish that mission. And so I'm provi- I'm giving you the trust. And so when you're working under good leadership, you're going to always feel empowered to complete and accomplish the mission almost on your own, right? You you feel to the to the degree that you are able without the the aid or the decision making of your leader to accomplish the mission on your own. And again, that's somewhat twofold, right? It, it's first the training or the education needed to to accomplish the mission, and then it's the trust based um, authority that we're giving to those team members to make the decisions necessary to accomplish that mission. So again, if you're experiencing good leadership, you're going to always feel empowered. You're going to have this this feeling or this sense of, I can accomplish the mission on my own. When you're experiencing bad leadership, then oftentimes it's kind of this centralized command where all decisions have to go through this one person. Maybe it's the leader that you're working for. And when that's the case, you don't feel empowered. You feel like I always have to go to my boss, get an answer to this, or ask his permission for that, or can we spend this money, or whatever it might be. You're not feeling empowered when that's the case, okay? So again, good leadership is going to make you feel empowered. And then lastly, let me say this. The, The fifth and final one that I'll share with you here is when you're experiencing, when you're working under good leadership, you will always feel challenged. You will always feel pushed. Now, this aligns with a misconception that I oftentimes receive, especially when clients or when customers understand that I teach servant leadership. When people hear servant leadership and they don't understand what servant leadership is, then they, especially when they hear me talking about, you know, to be a good leader, you got to build good relationships and so forth, then they tend to feel like, I'm teaching a a leadership such that you're always just trying to be really, really good friends with everyone that you lead and that you're always doing the things necessary to make sure that they like you and that everything's just all hunky-dory and everything's kumbaya and life is just always good. And they believe that's the case with servant leadership and they recognize, well, that can't be effective, especially in the corporate world, if the leadership is not pushing and challenging the team members to do more, to do better and so forth. And I'll I'll oftentimes have to um, correct this misconception of leader servant leadership, because yes, servant leadership is about building relationships. It's about serving your team members. It's about making their jobs and their life easier and accomplishing the mission. It's about making sure that they go first and, and so forth. But servant leadership is also about pushing and challenging your team and team members as individuals to do better, to do more, to do it faster, whatever it might be. You're always, as a servant leader, you're always going to push and you're always going to challenge those team members. And But this is also why I believe servant leadership is the most effective leadership form that is out there is because when you're leading with servant leadership, then you can push and you can challenge and you can strive for more with your team 
while at the same time not burning them out or discouraging them or causing them to shrink back or or maybe even worse here we we live in this this day of the the great resignation making them leave your team because they feel like all you care about is how much production that you can get out of them other forms of leadership are not scalable the way servant leadership is and so yes while I will always teach that you want to build good relationships, you want to serve your team members well, you want to, as the leader, you want to do everything that you can to enable them and, and help them to accomplish the mission, but you're also going to push them. You're also going to challenge them. And so again, if you are experiencing good leadership, then you always have this feeling of being challenged, of being pushed, of being stretched, you always have this feeling of a little bit of concern. Can you and your team actually accomplish the mission, right? You, you always feel like the accomplishment of the mission or the, the, the finishing of the project, it's always going to feel like a stretch. It's always going to feel like a challenge. Because again, if you're not feeling that, well, then you're not being pushed. You're not, your leader doesn't have an expectation of, of continued uh, improvement, of continued excellence, of striving for better. Your, your leader doesn't have that challenge. And if they don't, then I would submit to you that that is not good leadership. And so while you're going to always feel secure, you're always going to be, feel like you've been heard and you're going to feel like you're cared for as a person, as an individual, and you're going to feel empowered to go and accomplish the mission, you're also, along with all four of those, you're also going to feel pushed and challenged and stretched. Um, and you're, you're going to have this, again, it's this small feeling, it's this small fear of, can we actually do this? Can we actually accomplish this mission or, or in this amount of time that we're given? You're going to always feel challenge. So those are uh, five of the feelings that you're going to have that will enable you to recognize good leadership, right? So again, as I said in the beginning, it's not where you look or to whom or what person that you look or to what title that you look for or anything like that. Really, recognition of good leadership is all based on how does that leadership make you feel? And if that leadership makes you feel secure, makes you feel heard, makes you feel cared for, makes you feel empowered, and also makes you feel challenged, then you can rest assured you're following good leadership when that's the case, okay? So again, not where you look, it's what to be looking for. It's how to recognize good leadership. And being that you're a listener of this podcast, um, I'm assuming that you're a young leader, that you're a new leader. Well, these are the feelings that you want to give those that you're leading, right? You want them to feel secure, heard, cared for, empowered, and challenged at all times, okay? So I hope that's helped you recognize good leadership. I hope it's also given you some insight in how to be a good leader and the feelings that you want to convey to your to those that you're, uh, that you're leading and how you can do that. Hey, before I let you go, uh, don't forget about our leadership calculator. Um, I want you to take advantage of this calculator for measuring your leadership effectiveness. Peter Drucker says, what gets measured gets improved. I believe you're listening to the Rookie Leaders Podcast because you want to improve your leadership. The first thing you need to do is measure your leadership. So take advantage of our leadership calculator. 
a free tool available to you. From that calculator, you will get a report on exactly some of the things that you can do to improve your leadership based on your survey results, your calculator results. So you can head over theleadershipcalculator.com, theleadershipcalculator.com. That'll take you right into our calculator. You'll do a quick survey. It'll give you a score for your leadership effectiveness and a report that tells you exactly what you need to do to improve your leadership. So I hope you'll take advantage of that. Don't forget about our leadership calculator. Hey, and until I speak to you again next week, know that I love you because that's what leaders do. And I want you to be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.